So here's, a, here's an interesting question for debate. Can we replace teachers with computers? No. No. And I have reasons why. Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of 6 to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking but who only have 5 minutes a day to do so. So if that's you then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week we asked Andrea, age 10, if she thought we could replace teachers with computers. She took the opposing stance to our founder Kevin, and we had a fantastic debate over what matters to children, the impact this would have on them, and how much we need that human ingenuity in the classroom. So Andrea, I can tell that you love a good debate. And I do. you were telling us before about some of the, the essays that you're writing about education. So here's a here's an interesting question for debate. Can we replace teachers with computers? Can we replace no. teachers with computers? No. No. And I have reasons why. Tell me. Okay, so firstly, it would take a long time for students to actually adapt to robots. to like computers and stuff it would take them quite a bit of time to like adapt to it you know get used to it and i don't like some kids are really good at doing that but other kids it takes quite a bit of time for them so i don't think most kids would like that so and then secondly teachers are real things like they're living humans actually teaching you knowledgeable stuff and they're not made by some scientist guy in a lab creating computers no they actually think they actually people who are very smart and have come to teach children about specific things so that would be pretty helpful and the teachers they give you like textbooks and books and stuff to help you because they can't do it on on their own like they're going to need a bit of books and stuff and you don't want to do everything on your computer and you don't want everything to be taught by a computer so i don't think that we should replace it okay some some strong and determined opinions are, and, and by the way there's there's no right answer or wrong answer to this yeah uh, you can have their opinion right but yeah. it's it, it, again it's a great way of building the brain just having a debate about topical stuff so yeah. so you are you're very firmly thinking uh, no no we can't replace teachers with computers and uh, and by the way i personally tend to agree but just to make this interesting <laughs> why don't i take the opposite position right why why don't i try and convince you that actually we can 
replace teachers with computers and we can have a bit of a bit of a debate a bit of a back and forth okay right? yeah okay cool so so you started by talking about um children wouldn't be able to get used to being taught by robots right yeah. It'd be a really a bit of a weird thing they're used to being taught by humans by teachers it'd be hard to get used to being taught by robots now I would say I understand where you're coming from. Um, however, humans have an incredible ability to adapt, don't we? I mean, just look at all the craziness of the last 18 months with COVID and the new lifestyles that we've had to adopt, like lots of virtual meetings on Zoom and the like. Um, also, for uh, anybody that's seen a five-year-old nowadays, like your little sister, how amazing is she with technology? Like, how, how much can she just figure out how iPads work and swipe up and swipe down and you know i've seen this happen even with two-year-olds and three-year-olds they when, when my when my son was younger he learned how to use youtube and was doing stuff that i didn't even know actually existed he, he found some sort of swipe gesture i didn't know i didn't i didn't know he did that but my point is that kids adapt humans adapt amazingly quickly children even quicker than others so i, I think i think people could totally get used to being taught by a robot but there but a lot of kids they didn't have the time to adapt like it was already okay COVID here we're doing online school and then no one knew how to do it so they kids didn't get lots of time and lots of kids today like even lots of kids not in online learning I think lots of kids today they just they still don't know how to use Zoom because they weren't actually taught they had to just get straight into it. It takes a while to adapt, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, like right? Zoom isn't a thing that you get taught in school. But that's cool because we could give the time to adapt and we could, for example, as we're developing computers, robots and stuff, we could have them in the class with the teacher for a few years. So get the children used to them, right? And then sort of transition away from the human teacher and towards the uh, computer robot, right? We could, uh, it doesn't have to be overnight. It could transition in so yeah. that would that would not be a problem at all would it no it wouldn't well well okay mm-hmm. i kind of okay i think you want to tell me i think you want to talk to me about even if you could get people used to them robots wouldn't make very good teachers uh, yes okay yes exactly because even like no matter how developed the robot is, no matter how lifelike it is, it's never going to be like a real teacher. They're never going to like everything. Nothing's going to come from their brain. It's going to come from their computer code algorithm. Mm. And I don't think anyone wants someone who's and like computers without an algorithm are not smart. Like, they're lifeless things that, like, I don't know. But they need an algorithm to actually work. And if you, like, I don't think a school can, like, a normal school that makes, you know, quite a bit of money in a year, I don't think they would probably afford robots for every classroom. Mm. Like, it depends on the type of school, but... I don't think most schools would be able to afford it unless it's given by the government for free, which I don't think would probably be happening because they're expensive. Or Google, 
or Microsoft or all these other massive players who give lots of stuff away for free to the world of education, right? Google Classroom, I'm sure many children use, that's totally free, right? And I, I get what you mean that robots are just a bunch of algorithms, um, but who writes algorithms? The scientists. Uh, humans, right? Yeah, scientists, humans. So it's kind of humans, there's human ingenuity behind all of this. And so surely if we're writing the algorithms in the right way, then we could totally program a robot to be as effective as a teacher, if not more effective, especially when Andrea, and this is what the killer argument is, I think, if I'm, uh, <laughs> brackets, if I really do agree with this, which I don't, close brackets, <laughs> um, that this computer has a world of information in its database. I mean, it can Google anything. It, it can analyze any data set. It can read any book. It can, it's just got all of that information right there. In a nanosecond, it could be presenting it and talking about it to a child. If, if a child says, uh, uh, Miss, Miss Robot, I, I, don't, I don't understand uh, this, this trigonometry or this algebra, um, or I, I don't understand what Shakespeare meant here, or, or I don't understand um, what this painting is meant to represent, then the computer could just use this algorithm, look at the database. Oh, okay, this is Shakespeare, this is Romeo and Juliet, this is what's happening. Oh, this is his painting, this is by Picasso, this is when he created it, and this is what he was expressing at the time. Oh, this is your algebraic equation that you can't solve. Okay, that's easy, that's, this is what you do. And so on and so on. It could help a child with all of that in a second. And, but I feel like the little kids would be the ones who would possibly take over the robots. Like, they would take control of it because, like, they're still little. They're very creative children because, like, they're little. Their brain is still developing. So, mm -hmm. and they're, like, very creative because they're little. So, I feel like they would ask the robot questions that the robot wouldn't have answers to, which is probably an effect in the child's life because the child is just left there, little kid, seven-year-old kid just wondering oh mm. what's the answer to this my teacher can't tell me my mom can't tell me my dad can't tell me who can tell me so would it not then be a good thing that this robot could answer this question for this young seven-year-old yeah because like kids under the age of eight like not eight years old but under the age of eight from my experience, very pushy. Like, they want things immediately. Yeah. Like, many of them. I'm not saying all of them, but many of them. And because of that, I feel like there would be a lot more tantrums in the classroom. And I also feel like the robots wouldn't put down as many rules and as an actual teacher. Like, they wouldn't say, okay, go sit down. They would just, like, you know... Mm. not do that i think maybe what you're saying is that they would the robots would almost be like servants a little bit um responding to any request doing whatever they're asked uh yeah. a, a bit like how your alexa at home might respond to anything that you uh, play this music or and then like some on. and like some of the things alexa can't answer right so i feel like that's what the robot would be right right 
can't answer yet, who knows, you know, as algorithms improve and improve and improve and you know, robots for the Alexas can understand more sophisticated uh, questions. Yeah. And like, um, if, if robots are going to be in every classroom, including kindergarten classrooms, that would probably be a problem. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's a really, really interesting topic. I, I, again, I, I definitely don't personally think that computers can replace teachers. Um, I do think there is a very interesting role for both of them to play side by side. Yeah, so I'll give you a quick example. Uh, right now, there are, okay, not computers, but there are uh, pieces of software that can auto mark work. So if you do a bunch of math work, rather than a teacher sitting there and going through by hand, putting ticks and crosses, and then tallying up what Andrea scored on that test and so on, and then doing that for your other 20, 30 classmates, which is a very laborious process. You can just put that into a computer software. It can do all of that auto-marking and scoring for you, right? Because then yeah. the teacher saves time. The teacher yeah. can they spend that time they've saved. For example, talking to you, Andrea, about, well, you got this answer wrong. Okay, let's go through it together. This You, you made some incorrect assumption here or whatever it was. So I think there is quite an interesting role about maybe both teachers and computers working together. But, um, but this, this question was, um, was me challenging you a little bit. You know, when you're debating, um, it's always good to have an opponent, as it were, right? So yeah. I, was, um, I was playing the role of your opponent and you held up your opinion uh, very, very well. So well done, Andrea, good stuff. Thank you. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.